0: Thank mm-hmm. you.
1: Of aftermath, my name is Pastor Marco Bishop. I am your host, and this week and next week we have a very special guest host in uh, Joe Gulick. He's going to be filling in for Brother Jeff while Brother Jeff is in Zimbabwe. Say say hello, Brother Joe. Hey guys, uh,
0: uh, I kind of excited that he used the word special when he introduced me <laughs> special guest
1: yes special guest so um as you can see we are in the studio it's been a little bit of a bumpy road trying to get started but that's all right um we've got uh, this this pretty cool little place that's not quite finished but one day it will be and we thank you for joining us and being a part. Before we get started, I want to uh, uh, I want to address a, a comment that we actually had, Joe, on our uh, first Salvation Series, first message last week on YouTube. Yeah. We had a comment from a guy by the name of the Comical Comed- uh, uh, Canadian. Excuse me, the Comical Canadian uh, sent us a comment. And he said, uh, cool content. Keep it up, dude. Um, now, if you're listening to this, Comical Canadian, thank you so much for your comment. Uh, if you if you wouldn't mind, uh, let us know where you're from and how you found us. Uh, this guy is, and what he is, he's a, he's a uh, gamer. He, he streams games. He plays games and, and, and streams them. And uh, we're so thankful that you reached <laughs> out to us and that you, you commented with us on a video. We're thankful that you liked what we're doing here and just let us know where we're from and where you're from and we're gonna actually keep a map in here eventually of all the people around the world that actually comment Uh, and we thank you for that and we would love to hear from you Uh, so if you like our content like what we're doing give us a like give us a share uh, subscribe to our channel and leave us a comment we'd love to hear from you so uh, Joe this week um, this this will probably be coming it should schedule to drop on Thursday um we talked about why we need the cross. Um so uh, give us your impression of that that message and, and what you thought of, of all that.
0: Well, first of all, uh you did a pretty awesome job of presentation. Thank you. Um uh, and uh speaking of content, I think the content was uh, very much necessity. Uh we do need the cross. Um one of the things that stuck out that you said today that uh, really jumped out at me was that the foot of the cross made equal playing ground for everyone. Uh, whether your sin is uh, whatever, it's no different. Sin is sin in the sight of God. That's right. And, and, and whether you're a murderer, whether you're homosexual or heterosexual, or you're just the guy that goes to church every Sunday, but yet you fall short of the grace of God week after week. At the cross, it's equal playing ground. That's right. That's right. And uh, that stood out, and uh, and I thought, you know, that's that's pretty big.
1: Yeah, we 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 have a tendency. Uh, the longer that we are Christians, the longer that we're in Christ, we have a tendency to kind of think that there there's this I there's this sin, you know, this blackness, and and how could you? commit this sin how could you commit this atrocity and how could you be trapped by this and how could you be ensnared by that and kind of like the children of israel did we forget that we were once in bondage we were once in egypt right you know and so it's one of those things that just like the the children of israel had to place reminders for constant generations of what god has done for them we have to do the same thing as well and the cross is that constant reminder that, you know what? I'm not any better than anybody else uh, and that we are all in the same uh, boat. Uh, and yeah, so so did anything else
0: stand out uh, this morning? Well, uh, you know, <laughs> like you said, uh, uh, I'm, I'm just grateful that, uh, that whether your sin is whatever and my sin is whatever it, it does not matter in the eyes of God we need grace we need the cross of Calvary we need the blood of Jesus applied to our lives so that we can receive that forgiveness and uh, you know I, I had to take a step back because I uh, coming from my background uh, little I lean a little legalistic sometimes right uh, and, and it's very easy and my wife and I had the conversation just this morning, to point out what someone else is doing wrong because it's the big one. It's, right. it's yeah, the big sinner. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, and, 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 we a lot of times turn around and gossip Yeah, and, uh, it's no different in the eyes of God. No, it's not. And, right. uh, I, and, and, and I was reminded today that, Hey, uh, I need the cross. That's right. And not only one time, it it isn't just uh, uh, January the 31st, 1988, when I got saved, need the cross. I need the cross daily. Daily, that's right. And you was talking about those reminders and it uh, reminded me of that scripture where it said they set up Ebenezer's Mm -hmm. or memorials so that the next generation could be reminded of how God parted the water or the the Jordan River. Right and yeah. uh, <clears throat> boy, how I need reminded daily. Uh, wait a minute, God, right here visited and mm-hmm. God helped me mm-hmm. uh, with this. And 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 so the task today yeah. may be a little different task tomorrow, but it's the same grace, it's the same cross that uh, that, that that we're going to have to have to get us over that hump. That's right, uh, and so. Yeah, it was pretty pretty big to me and pretty special. We talked about uh, kind of sobering on the way after we left church today. My wife and I was like, wow. You know, here we was worried about this situation and we was reminded today that uh, God's got a way of fixing that too.
1: That's right. Um, one of the things that, that we said, we'll hit a couple of high points and then we'll talk about the testimony that was given this morning. One of the things that uh, uh, we said in the message was when we become, uh, when we think we are (laughs) holier than the cross, uh, we forget why we need the cross and we are unable to lead people to Jesus. Uh, People are not going to, to... You know, Andy Stanley's got a book, and I know I talk about Andy Stanley a lot, but Andy Stanley's got a book called Irresistible. And in that book, Andy Stanley may ask the question, why is the church in the 21st century so resistible? And I think the answer is because if we're not careful, we can become holier than the cross, forgetting why we need the cross, and then become unable to lead people to Jesus. And people get, you know, the outside world can see right through all of that. They can see right through that.
0: The scripture comes to my mind. When Jesus saw the multitude, Mm -hmm. he was moved with compassion because they were a sheep having no shepherd. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wanna look at people the way Jesus did. That's right. Yes, do we need to correct sin when we see it? Do we need to address issues? Yeah, absolutely. Not sugarcoating anything. Right. But may we do it with the heart of compassion so that when the world sees what's going on, they're drawn Mm -hmm. to it and not uh, they don't wanna run from it. Because a lot of people has a bad taste of church and churchy things. That's right, yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, Joe, in the 90s, um, there was a movement that took place and it was on wristbands, it was on t-shirts, it was all over the place and it said, what would Would Jesus Jesus do?" do? That movement's kind of starting to try and revive itself, but under a new banner. And that new banner mm-hmm. is the answer to the question. And the answer is he would love first. Mm-hmm. There would be, you know, like in the story we looked at in John chapter eight with a woman caught in adultery, there was some correction. Mm-hmm. He said, go and sin no more. It's not like he just completely. He was uh, bold in that. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't
0: that he just slapped her on the rest. There was such a reverence that, she got the message. Out. Absolutely. And, and she yeah. did. If yeah. you study scripture, she went and, and she became a follower of Christ. That's right. From that point forward.
1: Right. Yeah. With
0: with gratitude of what God had done for her.
1: Right. Because she was caught, um, you can go and look at John chapter 8, 1 through 11. She was caught red-handed in adultery and Leviticus 20 verse 10 says, hey, you got, she's got to die. There's no other way that, that can, this can go down and yet... The grace and the mercy that Jesus showed her made such a powerful impact on her. And and what Jesus did is he chose to love her first. Right. Uh, And I think there's a powerful statement in that. Uh, If we can learn as Christians to love people first, because that's what Jesus would do, then we're going to be able to make the church, make the gospel less resistible and more Irresistible, right? Um, now we also had a testimony this morning, uh, from a uh, Kelly Robbins. And Joe, what'd you think of that testimony?
0: Bless my heart, uh, I had to pull out some tissue, yeah. Uh, Kelly was a blessing to me, and uh, uh, you know, here's what's so unique her testimony, she, she had great parents, she had a great raising, and you don't have to be marred in sin to have a story. That's right, that's right. You know, uh, she was raised right. Uh, and and what's so beautiful is that she brought that out in her story. Uh, she was just an average girl with a, mm-hmm. doing average life, but yet she needed the cross. That's right. Just like the big sinner who committed all these great sin did. And so that's, that was beautiful to me. Her story moved me. Oh yeah.
1: Uh, she brought out the the other you know in, in the message I tried to bring out the the uh, religious leaders and the Pharisee side of the equation and she really brought out the woman caught in adultery not because she committed anything maybe that was heinous like that but she kind of felt like how I would agree that most uh, most people feel like in that they can't be good enough, that they're not good enough, that there's something in their life that prevents them from being able to experience the grace and the love that that Jesus has to offer. And that's just not true. That's what the whole cross was for. The cross literally, like you were saying, makes makes the ground even. Everybody's on the same playing field. And one of the things I wanted to mention, and it may come up tonight in our Sunday night service, is that one of my favorite Old Testament passages is when David has fine, he's, he's king, they, he's found uh, the the Ark of the Covenant, they made a mistake and, and they didn't handle it right. God judged them, but then he, you know he decides it needs to come home. And so he goes and he gets it, and I believe it's on the porch of this particular guy, and they go six steps and he commands the entire plate the entire train to stop. And the Bible says he takes off everything that separated himself as King that separated himself as, as somebody of an upper uh, person, mm-hmm. and he worshiped, and he danced with all his might. Mm-hmm. And you know what's interesting about that is when we come to the cross, uh, we don't necessarily, we like to kind of keep some of our bravado, some of our clothes on, but what the cross does is it eliminates all of that, and we become just like everybody else. Right. And everybody else that thinks they're not good enough is now mm-hmm. on the exact same level, because none of us are good enough. Not a single one of us, but the cross says it doesn't matter, and so it's just—it's just so powerful of a testimony to—to—to uh, to, to, that she gave about her salvation with—with with her and her family and her husband. So, <clears throat> looking forward to next week. Next week, uh, Brother Brownie Tohio will bring uh, the part three of the salvation series, and it, it, if as far as I. Uh, No, he's going to be dealing with sin and dealing with some of that aspect a little bit when it comes to salvation I don't exactly know um, who he is, uh, how he is going to present that and uh, I don't actually know this is terrible of me. <laughs> I don't actually know who is scheduled to be uh, presenting their testimony, but we do have three more.
0: Uh, one of the weight kids. Uh, one of the weights. Uh, maybe.
1: Bear. Uh, one of the. Barrett?
0: Yeah. Either. Yeah. One of those two. I think. So uh,
1: we've got we've got some interesting stuff coming. Look, uh, we we are doing a great work here at the church, I and mean, we've have had we are having some powerful, powerful worship services, powerful testimonies, powerful messages. And we want to make sure that you have an opportunity to be a part of that. Um, On our YouTube page right now is the first episode in the Salvation series. If you missed that and you want to go check that out, you can go into our YouTube uh, channel, which is Social Network Evangelism. It's where you're watching this video right now, and you can find this link. Uh, It might even be at the end of the video. I'm not really sure. You might be able to click that and be able to get to it. We want to tell you a little bit about a couple of other things that we've got going on. We have a really cool show called Rewind and it's where you know we have a library, Joe, a library of DVDs. I don't know, just years and years and years back when they recorded every service and put it on a DVD. So what I decided to do is, you know what, it'd be really cool if we just took some of that right. and threw it out there cuz you know, I guarantee you some people have not even heard those messages, and I haven't heard. Uh, it's been a while. So we have a series called Rewind.
0: Yeah, and, and, and I got to uh, get in on some of that this past week with the one that you put on air. Yeah. Uh, and, man, I had a trip to Oxford and back. And so I listened to Brother Jeff, and I, in 2015, preaching, yeah. a powerful message, and yeah. and my tear ducts got to flow because I found myself guilty. Yeah. And so it'd be a blessing to you. Yeah.
1: This message, I think <clears throat> that we released, um, and I don't know if if I've got a graphic for that particular message or not, but the message that was released was one was from January 2015. Excuse me. And it was all about the Ten Commandments and idolatry, and making sure that we don't fall into those. Same Traps Go, and check that out. And we'll be posting some uh, <clears throat> new Rewind stuff <clears throat> real soon. So make sure you're, you're, you're into that. Also, we have this little show called The Blitz. Now, uh, some people have time to sit down and watch a YouTube program, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Some people have time to maybe listen to the audio as they're driving down the road. But some people just don't have time. They don't have time to do something that long. Well, we've created a program called The Blitz. And it's just basically a two-minute inspirational encouragement uh, presented by either Brother Jeff or myself. And the first episode that's up right now is on Lent. We are in a Lent season, and Brother Jeff encourages us to, uh, uh, to uh, think about and consider Lent. It's just something that maybe you don't have time to listen to a long thing. So we're going to offer something a little bit shorter for you, something you can get in really quickly in your busy work day. We also have uh, our trap series, which was our uh, February series that brother Jeff went through. It's on, the first two messages are on YouTube right now. Those are the uh, temptation trap and the relationship trap. And we still have the acceptance Mm -hmm. trap and the personal gain trap to go. Those will be coming in the next couple of weeks. So all of that series will be readily available. Hey, and if you don't have time to watch YouTube, (coughs) you don't have time to watch YouTube and you're driving down the road, this is all on iTunes and SoundCloud as well. Um, so if you can go to SoundCloud, you can look up Bethlehem Church and go to iTunes and do the same thing, right. and you can find um, find that information. If you need to know how to get some of this content where you are or where you're listening, just let me know in the comments, and I would be more than happy to assist you in finding that. Joe, have you got any final words?
0: One thing that uh, about the testimony this morning is, uh, is that she said, when I started my New Testament class under Dr. Meeks, mm-hmm. and I knew Dr. Meeks, uh, and I got in the Word and I began to read the Word, it transformed me. And uh, if we could leave on anything, let me challenge you to get in the Word of God. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's where you're going to find out about the cross. That's right.
1: That's right. Um, that's absolutely <clears throat> correct. Uh, if you could just find... Uh, a lot of people say they don't have time and I and I get that. Everybody's busy, completely get it. But if you could find just five minutes, just five minutes, pick a New Testament, pick a gospel. The Gospel of John is probably one of the greatest ones for you to start with. Pick the Gospel of John and just start reading. And then just read through. I, I guarantee you it's a life changer. Absolutely. It's a life changer. Absolutely. Um Joe, thank you for being here My this pleasure. week. Um, he'll be back with us next week as we look at part three in this salvation series and the uh, the testimony that follows on that as well. Uh, don't forget, if you want to stay tuned and stay up to date on all the content that Social Network Evangelism has, consider hitting that share button and that subscribe button and the notification bell. When you do, every time we drop a- an episode, which Kurt, recently it's been like two or three episodes in one day, Every time we drop an episode, you're going to get a notification on your phone that lets you know that those episodes have dropped. And let me tell you, I'm going to give a little sneak peek uh, of something that is coming. We're not just doing uh, biblical stuff here. We got some cool stuff coming that might be a little bit more up your alley if maybe some of this preaching is kind of preaching good we love preaching that's what we're into But maybe you don't have time mm-hmm. to watch 15 uh 20 30 minutes of preaching we got a guy in our church who's a great fisherman great fisher of men and he's decided uh, he's partnered with us at social network evangelism to actually um do a series on fishing and that's going to be coming the first episode is actually going to drop within the next week, week and a half. You don't wanna miss Brian Jackson and Fishing Time. It's all part of our um, social network evangelism. It's still Bible oriented. He, he He's gonna throw in some biblical stuff. It's still church related, but hey. We're just putting a fishing video out, right? you know, uh, and, and it's just interesting. It's just interesting. People love fishing. We want people to be in, in, involved with social network evangelism. And so that's going to be coming to you. We want you to stay tuned. Hit that subscribe button, the notification bell. To make sure that you are up to date on any, any time anything drops again, Joe. Okay, last word. Nope. Okay, good. All right, we will see you very soon again. If you like our content, if you have a question or anything, just leave us a comment. We'd be more, more than happy to get back with you again. Thank you to The Comical Canadian for giving us a comment on the, uh, the episode. If you're watching, uh, just let us know where you're from and how you found out about us. and We'd be more than gracious uh, to respond back. Thank you, and we'll see you soon.